This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, and this is a very special episode as we are recording the second episode of Bare Space, our Fate Core RPG um, game, our live play, actual play podcast. Ryan, so- you didn't say it right. <laughs> You gotta say bears in space. <laughs> and that's our copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> Previously on Bear Space, our heroes were on a mission in their faster than light spacecraft, the Ursa One, to discover a water source for planet Earth, which is in conflict over water. But our heroes had a mishap in the fold of hyperspace and ended up trapped in the dimension of the Fae. Our last episode had our heroes discover that a strange force was attacking their ship and trying to take it over, and they discovered it to be nothing but a pixie. But now that it's episode two, none of that matters. (laughs) (sighs) And our heroes are on the bridge. My question for our heroes is... Starting with David, yeah. tell me a little bit about your character and how you have improved since last episode. Well, my name is uh, Jack Grills. Nice to meet you. Uh, I am a uh, veteran of uh, several wars brought on for security. I was uh, commendated with honors at the Grizzly Commandos, and uh, you'll notice that his right arm is actually furry and that of a bear. And uh, I got better at noticing things. There was a lot of strange stuff going on last time. And moving on to Erica. Uh, I am Tachi Ogniko, and uh, I am a former eco-terrorist. I am also a physicist who developed the Faster Than Light Travel. And um, I also got better at noticing strange things since last time. Also, I decided it was probably an excellent idea that I am able to uh, repair the hydro tank um, without having to drain it. So I put in some cybernetics to allow me to breathe underwater. And Anna... Uh, I play Tara. She is an android and on a mission to try and restore her faith in humanity. And how has she improved? Uh, she is um, has better physique. She's kind of realized that she needed to boost her, her body, so she enhanced it. And she also figured out that she has a lot of old code in her that she wasn't really aware of. So she's trying to, to, to integrate that back into her current form and, and, and mind and all that. 
Well, I mean, the, there is that song from uh, from uh, TLD. Uh, don't go, don't go chasing uh, firewalls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have. I'm going to add an aspect to Anna's previous knowledge ability, and the name of the aspect is "Don't <laughs> Go oh. Chasing." Firewalls. Firewalls. I love it. That can be invoked <laughs> oh, at some that. point during the game. <laughs> now, um, listeners, we are playing the Fate Core RPG. You're going to hear the term aspect a lot. Aspects are things our heroes can invoke or anyone in the game can invoke to get bonuses on rolls. It is a very, very, very simplified system. Um, we're not here to describe everything about Fate Core. Try to learn what you can, but you can get the Fate Core RPG for free if you look for it online. Um, also, there's lots of excellent supplements you can get on DriveThruRPG or in your friendly local gaming store. Um, so our heroes around the bridge, my question is, it, um, I have one location listed for the bridge, which is the sensor bay. Um, there are obviously other locations on the bridge. Um, I would believe that Captain Arctus Arctus, a polar bear with the captain's hat, who is the captain of this ship, would be at the helm. Or the con, as they call it. And the name of that is Helm, or the Con, as they call it. Uh, I'd be at Tactical. There's a Jack would be at Tactical. All right, so we have a location called Tactical. I am adding to bridge. Tachi, where are you located on the bridge? Oh, uh, I'm uh, checking our uh, life support systems. All right, we're going to call that. Um, you're uh, David. You're real familiar with sci-fi shows. What would the what would the console where life support uh, systems? It would be pro- either engineering or science or the 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 science. So we'll call it the science bay. The sure. science console. Yeah, there you go. You know, in, in Star Trek, that's where uh, Spock would always sit. He was the science officer. And then Tachi, I'm I'm sorry, Tora, um, where on the bridge are you? She's talking to her best friend, Amelia, hanging out with her. Okay. Yep. So you're just standing. So we're going to just say, um, you're just say open space on the bridge because you can interface with the ship anywhere now. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And by interface, I just mean connect to, to talk, you know, nothing more than that. Um, and so you are on the bridge and, um, there is a, um, proximity alert for a local planet. Um, I would like to know what our science officer does, Tachi. Uh, Well, I mean, the first thing I'm going to run some scans of the atmosphere and the surface to figure out whether it's gaseous planet or if it actually has mass. And then I'm also going to check the temperature, of course, and make sure that uh, it's worth visiting. And as I'm scanning the surface, it'll definitely tell me if there's water. So the temperature of the planet um, is unfortunately unreachable as there is an energy field around the planet. Um, But one of the things that um, you notice is your visual view of the planet is this planet is completely white. It appears to be um, it appears to be an ice planet. It's hard to tell from the sensors because there is some kind of energy field around the planet that is blocking your sensors from view. Can I find um, out what type of energy field it is? Um, all right, um, David, give me a sci-fi term for the type of energy. How stereotypical do you want to be? I don't want it to be tachyon. <laughs> okay. Uh- <laughs> 
<laughs> I would have said tachyon if I wanted it to be tachyon. <laughs> I had to ask. I had to ask. Tachyon oh, is a particle or something. I know, but yeah. Star Trek uses tachyons for I know, everything. Because it's, yeah. <laughs> Bounce the positron Just particle view off the, the main deflector dish. To the low energy. So, so yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, I don't know. Is it like a, an energy shield or is it a uh, some sort of natural electromagnetism or? Um, I will say that it is an incredibly thick electromagnetic field. There we go. It is an incredibly thick electromagnetic field. What would you like to? Um, what would you like to look into? If you want to, um, if you want to analyze the readings of that field, you're going to have to make a science roll, and you can do that by clicking the four times dice button. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should probably share my screen so pe- so people at home can see the tabletop that we're using. <laughs> Ah, well, All right. people, not only people at home, but, you know, our patrons, which if you'd like to be able to see the screen of what's being shared by Brian, uh, go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash nerd podcast radio and uh, join our uh, join join the group there that gets to watch the videos of our recordings. Shameless plug. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I can roll for you if you like, Tachi. No, I don't want you to roll for me. I'm thinking about what I want. She wants to click the button. Give me a second. Okay. Mediocre. So I got plus zero, but I have a plus four. Does that include my plus four? So you got a four. Okay. Which is, I need to look at the ladder. Great. Great success. So um, you've actually determined this is a really, really strong electromagnetic field. Um, mm. You find that the field is stronger on, um, is strong, it, it, it's the strength of the field is equal strength all around the planet. Which makes you think that this planet, instead of having an electromagnetic pole, has an electromagnetic core. Hmm. Okay. So, Science Officer Tachi, please convey that however you like. <laughs> um, sure. So, uh, this planet doesn't have your standard uh, electromagnetic uh, pole field. Um, it's evenly spaced uh, over the entire surface of the planet, or our atmosphere, really, um, from the core. The voice modulator attached, um, hanging from the neck of Captain Arctus Arctus speaks up. You all hear a series of growls come from Arctus Arctus, which still unnerves you as this giant 12-foot-tall polar bear on this I giant never, oversized deck of the ship. I am never going to get used to that. <laughs> So we're going to have to do, a, we're going to have to have an away team to go on this mission. Zach just hangs his head and sighs. If there's no <laughs> way to sense the pla- to sense the planet down below, why couldn't we just send a drone down to check it out? Well, if the drone is not properly shielded for electromagnetism, it won't. So I mean, what? And Ursa speaks up. Um, the from the ship. Our drones would not be able to withstand the electromagnetic shield around this planet, Tachi. Yeah, yeah, that. Well, if you give me some time, I can put a quantized electromagnetic field tensor on them. Unfortunately, we don't have time, speaks the captain. (laughs) 
we have to find out about this planet. If this if this white planet is in fact an ice planet, this could be the water source we're looking for. I mean, damn, looking for a way to get home. We need to find a water source first, and then we can work on that. If we have found an ice planet, we have done that, and our mission has succeeded. Uh, yeah, but you have one problem in your logic there, Captain. The problem being that we are the only ones out here doing this, and if we are not safe in our methods, then the whole planet's doomed anyway. So why would you put us at risk by sending people down there when we could put a drone down there to get at least preliminary evidence? Unfortunately, Tachi, our drones are not equipped with that level of electromagnetic shielding. And looking at the looking at the um the field of this planet um the strength of its shield might even be stronger um due to its rotation and its in its own orbit and we might not even be able to get a shuttle down if we don't if we don't act i can is it ro- is its rotation speeding up yes and i believe well, that that's not good <laughs> So what I'm hearing is my DM is telling me I have to go down on the planet and stop arguing with him. Yes. <laughs> Your GM was actually about to have the captain say, Just shut up and get in the boat, John. <laughs> if you can come up with some kind of shielding. Um, I just told you I could. A quantized electromagnetic field tensor. If you can, if you can put together that quantumized thingamajiggy. <laughs> Um, in 15 minutes, you can. But if you can't get it done in that time, I need you in a shuttle. Okay, what do I roll? Um, I need a, and this is where your GM totally rails you. Um, I need you to get a, um... Oh, it sounds like science to me. I need you to make a science roll, and I need you to get a legendary. Ooh. So if you roll, if you that roll me a happen. four... <laughs> That did not happen. Okay. I'll go get Lucille. But Jack, Jack walks, you got Jack walks off the bridge. Roll, <laughs> since you got a mediocre roll, um, you were able to come up with something that well, could help you. Technically, it's a great, but yeah. You you were able to come up with you were able to come up with a quantized thingamajiggy that could um, help support the shielding of the shuttle that will. Um, make it so you don't have to roll to make it through the shield to avoid problems, and you guys can just go through the shield and not have the the little crash landing thing that I planned as a possibility. Oh, okay. uh, point well, of order, good. point of order, Brian. It's called a MacGuffin. I thought a MacGuffin is the thing that you're looking for, like the water. Same difference. <laughs> I I I I think the term you're thinking of is um, the thing we vote on our normal episodes for what's nerdy with you. Oh, it's a widget. <laughs> Interesting. They made it all the way out here. Damn. That explains so much. So um, for your shuttle mission, um, the away team will be Jack, Tachi, Tora, and Captain Arctus Arctus, because he is not going to miss his chance to go to a possible ice planet. Um, you can it's argue all you bear. want with the you can argue all you want with the polar bear. But, but captain, um, you should stay captain. on you should stay on the ship as you know, you're the captain. So who's staying on the ship? The <laughs> All right, no. all right, jeez. And then the voice modulator. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll go so, get Lucille. So the question is, who is staying on the ship? Um, on the ship, you have um, Ursa Hydro can maintain, but you also have um, Chuck can move up to... Um, Chuck will become... Will take the helm. I forgot um, about for Chuck. The, um, those who don't remember, Chuck is the cephalopod engineer who doesn't make mitsakes. Yes. And he has an issue with motherfucking clams. <laughs> 
Um, but I also need a um, I also need a new person um, that works on the ship. I know we have a really small crew, but we haven't defined everybody who's on crew. So who is the new NPC who is going to be on the bridge as well? Because this will be the um, this will be the person on the comms when you when when you establish communication through the electromagnetic field to talk uh, talk to the ship. Uh, Doctor Doctor Moriarty. <laughs> Okay. I am 100% okay with Dr. Moriarty. Is he uh, a fellow science officer or um, what's he a doctor of? I think Dr. Moriarty is your medical officer because we haven't All established right. any medical officer. <laughs> um, so um, Dr. Moriarty is a, um, um, what kind of animal is he? Because he's an animal. He's of course an animal? he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, then he's an octopus. Okay, oh, Doctor oh. Moriarty is a. Um, we already have there's... a. Ce- mm, okay. We already have a cephalopod. <laughs> Chuck is the cephalopod. Oh. We need to be inclusive, so we have to have from every group of animals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've got dolphins, we've got bears, we've Anna, got cephalopods. I think you should pick this one. Yes. Well, you should have. A, it should be a reptile then. Yeah. I mean, the so fact that lizard. all the different crew members are animals is your influence on this because you picked you picked National Geographic documentary. <laughs> Yes, you're <laughs> so a, a big lizard. Is he a large chameleon or this, is he like this, an alligator or something? This, this, I this think ship... he's a gecko. Okay. Uh oh. Yeah. This ship called Noah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I like gecko. He's a gecko. I also, right, like, I also like crocodile. No. Gecko? No. Gecko. Gecko. Okay. Yep. So no one would go to a trust a, a, a crocodile doctor. Oh, and he could save us fifteen percent or more on our health insurance. Um, <laughs> so um, his trouble is um, his trouble is he's um, obsessed Uh-oh. with the well-being of the crew to Damn dangerous it. levels. Damn it, man! I'm a doctor, not a whatever. <laughs> um, his aspects are. Um, Fastidious accountant, because you know he can save you fifteen percent on his on your. Um... <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, his other aspect is um... he can't shut up. He needs to babble all the time. Um, actually, I'm going to say obsessed with the well-being of the crew is an aspect, and his trouble is enmity for Sherlock. <laughs> and we will establish who that crew member is in a future time. Okay. No, no, I got it already. Sherlock is the engineer, or another engineer. And um, his third aspect is um, I'll let um, I'll let David pick that one. Oh, jeez. Uh, this accountant obsessed with the well-being of a crew to dangerous levels. Oh, jeez. You know, your 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 mind just goes blank sometimes. I swear. Uh, oh, I think he gets excited about um um uh, what's the word I'm ta- thinking of uh experimental medicines, ex- ex- experimental medical procedures, Exper- experiment a, a constant constant experimentation. Yeah, constant experimentation. There he would say that he he wants to be in the vanguard of medicine yeah. medicinal practices. How, how, how do you think I got the bear arm? <laughs> so I'm going to leave his skills blank. We can figure that out later. I mean, we're mostly going to be focused on medical and stuff, and we can throw stuff up as he needs it. Um, but uh, so we have um, we've established that Captain Arctus Arctus is basically a bear with a technology box that lets him do things. Mm-hmm. Chuck is a cephalopod that has a suit. 
that lets him do things. Um, and then Dr. Moriarty, um, if he has constant experimentation, I think he has a human suit. He's a gecko in a human suit. He is a regular-sized gecko. He <laughs> is not human-sized. That's funny. I love it. He's totally ratatouing somebody. He, yeah, he's totally ratatouing somebody. <laughs> and that is an aspect I am going to add. <laughs> and we're going to say that aspect is totally ratatouing somebody. That's great. <laughs> and um, I can't do an impression, but when... Um, oh, shoot. I just r- erased everything. <gasps> what did you do, Ray? What did you do? Yeah. Ah, we know his aspects. We'll change it later. We don't have time to play with it now. Um, the, There's no um, control Z. When I think of that, so he since he's totally ratatouing somebody, he has the voice of Patton Oswalt. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, Anna, if you are not familiar with who Patton Oswalt is, he is the voice of the rat in Ratatouille. Okay. He's also a stand-up comedian, television star, actor. He's been and a lot of super stuff. nerd. Okay. Yes. Yep. So, someone I should know then. But yeah. Um. So we jump to the shuttle um, leaving the bay. Um, now, don't think of this as a shuttle from Star Trek or Battlestar or anything like that. This is a giant shuttle because it has to be big enough to have a bear basically on the helm of the shuttle. Um, of course, it was all built by them, so it would naturally be big enough for them to sit in. Um, so our only pilot is um the captain is the captain i believe so captain arctis arctis is the pilot of the shuttle um we don't have to worry about any kind of interference because of the um the nice little electromagnetic quantum thingamajig that um has protected you from this incredible electromagnetic field and but as you approach the planet um your visual field is open to the first thing you see is a beautiful snowy planet and you see pine trees on an alien world um but i need notice checks from everyone please so do we roll four or or n four it's always four yeah always four i don't notice anything i got a six um tachi um so actually i'm gonna start with um tora who got a five um actually what did what did jack get i want to tell what jack got first so jack got a two um which what is a um let's bring the ladder up and just keep it up a two is fair so jack you see these pine trees and you're like holy crap they have pine trees on an alien planet tora there is something oh and some trees odd about those pine trees and um uh tachi you notice that these pine trees are way too perfect um they remind you of christmas trees like perfectly they are completely um they are perfectly symmetrical um they look amazing um it's hard to see detail they look kind of simplified and perfectly symmetrical what do you do uh there's definitely something not right about those trees there's no chaos in their form okay uh, you, you you hear several mechanical sounds and then the the unmistakable sound is of, of a gun cocking as jack steps forward with a gun that's very so large it's almost unwieldy and captain arctus arctus speaks up tachi what do our sensors show now that we're through this field let's find out do i have to do a roll yes okay 
so that's a fair, a two. Um, so with a fair check, so your instruments are unfortunately interfering um, with the device that you attach to um, get you through the electromagnetic field. Um, but with a fair check, um, you're able to get that um, the temperature on this world is um, Arctic level, um, way below way below zero. Um, you don't have to worry about suiting up to exit on this world as the atmosphere appears breathable. Um, your own um, environmental environmental um, sh fields should protect you on this planet. You don't have to wear any kind of extra protective gear if you don't want to. Um, but it's cold. It is cold. The captain so will talking... be very comfortable. Well, we're not talking absolute zero, but how oh. low zero are we looking um, at? You're, uh, depending on... You, I mean, you're really high up right now. You're like at a suborbit. So um, mm -hmm. depending on um, where on the planet... Um, there are there are temperatures that are like negative 30 Fahrenheit. Um, there are um, temperatures that are like zero. Um, there actually is a place on the far end of the planet um, that you're picking up on your sensors that seems to have more of a liv livable temperature. Um, it will it will take you quite it'll take you like a day to get there. Um, the captain would like to do a landing to um, to get a look at things. Um, but I will tell you, I'm not railroading here. If you want to talk him into um, taking the time to go to the warmer place first, that's fine. But if you want to land and get a quick landing in too, that's fine too. Yeah, so I think we should definitely go towards the warmer spot. I would assume that it's warmer because there's some sort of active uh, volcanic activity, uh, since this does seem to have uh, some of the similar traits of our planet. However, there is something amiss with these trees. So I'm not particularly interested um, in landing right away. Can we do a once over just to uh, check and see if we can pick anything else up on our sensors? Um, you also have a, um, a signal coming in on the computer. Um, uh, Tora, you, you are aware of it. It looks like um, it's coming through the comm system. Uh -huh. um, I'm not going to, you, you are very well integrated into the system, so I'm not going to make you roll anything other than a notice. Okay. How do I roll a notice? Just roll a four dice. Okay. And then add your notice to ah, it. Ah, gotcha. Yep. Which is plus four. So that is so that is plus five then. Um, you that would be a superb. So you get um in the area where it's <coughs> in the area where it's warmer. Um, there appears to be a signal beacon that is going off. There is no message going through it, just a pulse. Um, you recognize this as um something that's sending out some kind of signal it's just a um a rhythmic pulse um I need to look at the skills so I can determine what kind of skill it would be. Um, Engineering or something? It's a lore role. Uh -huh. So um, if anyone wants to fill in the blanks or... Um, yeah, I'll take, I'll, take, I'll take lore as a fair. Jack, you actually have lore as an average already. I do, son of a bitch. All right. Ha-ha! <laughs> Yay! Two! I got a fair. So, Tora taps in the signal. You can't identify it, but damn, does it seem familiar. You know, I, I don't know what this is, but damn if it doesn't seem familiar. Just a navigational beacon. I wonder who placed it there. There's a way to find out. Now? 
So um, I would like to know, I'm going to ask this to Anna, which of you is the senior officer? Guitar be an officer? Now I want to know. I mean, as uh, on the ship, who has been designated as a senior officer? Um, I'm sure Arctus Arctus would have done this at some point. Okay, it I can think be you or Tachi or Jack. Tachi, you're the engineering or, or science type, so I think you're in charge of this. So, okay. um, Tachi, I want to know what your call is. What's um, so you're you're heading towards the the other side of the planet. I am going to roll on your character sheet um, five dice. And Ooh, that's not good. That was bad. Yeah. It is going to take. It is going to take a um, about um, two days to navigate through the atmosphere of this planet to Jesus. get to that point. We are apparently very slow. And you are aware of that. Okay. So what is your call? And as part of this call, you can decide what everyone is doing along the way and stuff like that. Think like a senior officer. Your military training will come in handy. Okay. Well, I think that we should definitely go check it out. I think it's worth the time and effort. Like I've said, uh, being cautious is going to be um, beneficial to us. Since we're through the atmosphere, I'm going to take a couple of the drones I brought with me and modify them to get some additional readings and send them out while we're on our way so that they can go to different points on the planet. Um, I'm going to have Jack. um, I want you to make sure that we have enough armor and weapons that we are well equipped when we land to make sure that we don't have any issues. Well, who brought weapons with them besides me? Um, Arctus Arctus, um, has um, two big giant ass claws. And a big head with a mouth and giant teeth. I wasn't asking the captain. (laughs) I assumed you had packed armor and things of that nature, knowing that it was an away mission for us. For me, yeah. Make a a roll, Jack. Um, We'll call this a resources roll. Feel free to make it a skill or just roll mediocre. Resources, eh? Uh, There it is. All right. I'll add it as an average. So I got a fa- uh, an average. So you got one. Yep. I, I brought enough for me as I'm putting on my armored spacesuit and pulling out my big gun. <laughs> okay. And, and, and you have a sweater because that would be funny. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, look, look, it was hand knit. My, my mom made it for me. Of course I'm going to wear it. Uh, can you um, run against uh, our records, um, since this is something that's familiar to Jack, uh, along our military records? I would assume that there would be something similar in this beacon and see if we can get a match up. Yeah, I was going to ask, is it an alliance signal or is it you're a... Not, uh, you're not finding anything in medical rec- in, in, um You're not finding anything in military records. It just seems really, really familiar to you. Is I'm not a, even having your role. It's just, it's not in military records. Okay. Can we expand the search since she's not finding anything? See if we have any idea of what type of... Well, usually these types of pulses uh, have, even if it's not some sort of message, some sort of purpose behind them. So there has to be something in historical archives that says that something, something we would be familiar with. Well, would... I mean, if it's not an alliance or a coalition signal, then it's from something else or from earlier than the two than the two uh systems yeah, that's what I'm about. 
Something has just flown right through visual of the ship. Zipped by the ship at incredible speeds going by the shuttle. Oh, we are going so slow. So, so anything fast else will go incredibly that fast. That your ship is hit <laughs> with a shockwave. Uh-oh. Um, on the visual, you all see a red blur go by. And then the ship shakes. So now I need everyone to do their what you do when the ship shakes on an 80s sci-fi show. Uh, shimming. Athletics. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and the red alert goes off as the proximity um, as the proximity of the ship. Um, Jack, I need you to make a pilot check. Okay. Oh, no, no, it's Arctis, Arctis, sorry. For some reason, I thought it was you. <laughs> so I'm going to roll on a random character sheet because the NPCs don't. So we have a two. I'm just going to use yours, Jack. That's fine. Um, Yay. We got a three. Thank God we're not going to fall out of the sky. Um, which is a minus Ooh. one on the ladder because uh. he needed to roll great. Um, which Scheiße. is a success with complications. So the um, the ship was damaged. Um, David, I would like to know what kind of damage the ship took. The uh, well, I mean, obviously the primary buffer panel fell off. All right, that sounds good to me. So I'm going to add a card, and I am going to call that card shuttle. Yes, the primary buffer pa- buffer panel just came off, and the ride got a lot rougher as we're no longer being buffered. <laughs> How close are we to our destination? I mean, we're definitely going to land one way or another. Yeah, but we don't have to land. It'd just be really bumpy for a while. All right, put that in scenes, and we will call it shuttle. What's the name of the shuttle, uh, Anna? (coughs) Baby bear. I'm okay with that. Oh, cub. Yeah. Bear cub. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Oh, we got to call her Ursa Minor. Of course. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's come on. Yeah, yeah, we have to. Yeah. We got a theme. We might as well stick with it. Yep. I am adding aspects, which is why I'm being quiet. I have to remember that some listeners can't hear this. So I am going to add the aspect. Well, just type louder. Then they can hear it. <laughs> yep. Primary buffer panel. Panel. And um, I am going to go in level of notice because this is technically combat. So the highest notice is um, is um, Tora. So Tora, um, you get to go first. Um, you have had a visually, you saw a red thing blur past visual centers. Something has damaged the ship. Um, Arctis Arctis tried to do. Um, tried to do uh, evasive maneuvers and he succeeded but you still took some damage you um you um at the moment are not aware of what your shield um your shield status is or exactly what is going on with the ship um you do know that jack um jack shouted out that the primary buffer panel was lost so what do you do Tora remembers uh, some some I uh, she has to roll to see if she can remember stuff from back in the day she doesn't have to um, okay. That, that 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 ability you have is so you can pull up skills that you don't have if you want okay. to grab a skill yeah. so, that you so don't have. So she figured out that 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 the best thing to do in this case, since that other thing went so fast, you make sure you go back the same way it came because it will take much longer for it to turn than it will do for us. Okay. So would you like to use a fate point to use your pilot skill? Sure. So we will take one of your fate points away. And I am going to roll randomly to see what your pilot skill is. 
Um, your pilot skill is average, but I'm going to add one to that. So we'll say your pilot skill is fair. So I would like you to roll a fate roll and we'll see. Would you, um, actually go ahead and roll. Just, um, I thought Arctis was piloting. Um, yeah, but, um, Tora won initiative and she can pilot too. She can just take oh, over okay. piloting and know. try to do something. Yep. Uh-oh, that was bad. So you get a one. Um, I believe that is at, that is mediocre. So yeah, you do get the ship going in that general direction. Um, now that you are, you have backed off the ship, you can see in the visual that there is a red glowing light in the atmosphere, um, that is moving very quickly and kind of darting around the ship. Um, and the next highest notice is a tie between Jack and Tachi. I am going to let um, Jack go first. Does the shuttle have any weapons? Oh, I forgot to ask you, Anna. No. Would you like to use a fate point to invoke an aspect to give yourself a plus two on that? Sure. Yeah. So um, Anna's character is biomechanical, and she has a direct interface with the ship that gives her a bit of a bonus on that pilot check. So instead of mediocre, it becomes good. So you get a clear view of the thing that has been buzzing you. Um, so you see a... It, you're you're in the upper atmosphere, so it's cloudy, and um, there's lots of, like, um, because of that electromagnetic shield, you're basically, everything is just Aurora Borealis behind. It's just green lights behind everything. So there's this little red dot with a big green field behind it, and it's darting around really fast. Um, you all see in the visual, it looks like some kind of animal or creature creature flying around in the sky does the shuttle have any weapons um the yes roll a resource roll engineering guy i i mean um armory guy hurrah uh becomes a average yeah so it has um what, what do you think an average weapon would be on a on a shuttle like this standard laser so self-protection yeah, yeah, uh, self laser. laser or something all right i'm gonna fire it at the thing I, I, why don't we say um rail gun sure okay yeah it's got a rail gun i'm gonna shoot the rail gun at the at the thing cool so luckily i'm good at shooting so blammo also i'm clicking on the right screen blammo so average becomes a great okay i gotta look at my notes for this thing I am rolling a fight to defend. No, I'm going to roll a pilot than that. Yeah. We are even. Damn. Um, so you hit it. Um, I'm going ah, to... Got it. All right, in a ship. Okay. You all see the red dot just zip off really fast. It was its initiative, so it's going now anyway. But you all see... So the, the rail gun hits the thing, and then it just zips away. Yeah, that's right. You better run. <laughs> you got it. And it is heading um, away from where you're going. It's not heading towards the warmer side of the planet. Well, I mean, I guess it technically is since it's a planet, but, you know. Um, commanding officer, what do you do? What do you? What are your commands? Uh, well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, reverse engineer my quantized electromagnetic field tensor so that it can now push out electromagnetic field pulses and create e EMPs. Okay. Um, and then the second thing I'm going to do is uh, ask uh, Toro if we have anything else on our sensors uh, since it left. I would like an engineering role. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, looks like that's it's fair. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're able to get, you're able to get it to be able to, um, it takes you a few hours, which is fine. Um, did you want to invoke anything to make it better? Sure. I'll use a fate point. And which aspect are you going to be invoking? Uh, I guess I'm going to use my military training. All right. That is very helpful. There was a device like this used during the conflict over the Water Wars. Ugh, what a terrible time, Arctis Arctis says. It's a shame that we have to use the things learned during that time. Agreed. But we're doing it for the right reasons. Called survival. I remember just how bad it got. But that's not important now. Thank you. Good job, officer. I... You you all see that Arctis Arctis is just itching to land. Hey, he wants to get out there and run around frolic in the yeah. frolic in the snow. And um it doesn't require to notice that it might be affecting his judgment to the point where if he doesn't land soon, you might end up with a bear in the shuttle like you did in the on the bridge in the last episode. We should uh we should get down. <laughs> Can he teleport down here? There's no beaming. Okay. We're just going to land the shuttle. Okay. No, he, he he's in the shuttle with us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he stayed on the... Of course the polar bear came to the ice planet. That's true, yeah. All right, let's land. All right. So, um, I am going to roll a pilot check, which is fine. Um, with the damage the ship has taken, it's rough. Nothing bad happens, but it's really rough. No one ever appreciates just how much work the buffer panel puts in until it's missing. Well, yeah, you, you don't have a buffer. Exactly. <laughs> All those downloads take so much longer. <laughs> <laughs> so the, um, the ship lands, and when it lands, it like, you hear a thud, not a crunch. You hear a thud as it lands, and then something gives, and the ship just goes gush through the surface of where you land, and then stops. And you see through the visual that you can see the surface of the planet. In the visual, you can see above. It's like you crashed down through the ground about halfway through the ship. And then I need notice checks from everyone, please. As the ship crashes, you hear Jack go, Woo! As it sinks down. I got a good. And, I um, got a uh, superb. And then Tachi, I'd like you to make an engineering check. So I believe I was at a superb, which should be a five successes. Fair. All right. Tachi, you are flustered. It's crazy. You, you can't believe you're seeing what you're seeing. Okay. So you land on the ground. The ship busts through some kind of surface. Your immediate response is, we just broke through ice. That's not good. And then you see the surface of what you crash through. And it looks like polystyrene and cardboard with snow on top of it. What do you do? Uh, I say, guys, uh, we better get back to the ship. You're in Why? the ship. No, I'm in a shuttle. Oh, you're, yeah, you're in the shuttle. Okay. Yeah. You want to get back? Yeah, to the we're ship. in the shuttle. We need to get back to the ship. This is Why? clearly a red herring. <laughs> I need to go out on the, I need to go out on the surface. Captain. I don't think that's such a good idea, Captain. Yeah, if you want to... Captain, there's a we couple want to things keep you. going on here. Yeah. Okay, the first one is, that's not a real planet. That is a facade. 
Same thing that I said about the trees being too perfect. That out there is just think of it as a storefront window. That's not a real snowy planet for you. There's no even telling if that's actual snow out there. The second is your judgment has been clearly impeded by your desire to get on the snow to the point where your excellent piloting skills, by the way, because you have the best piloting skills, have been complete crap during this whole thing. <laughs> I think you need to think of where your priorities are, because this is not the solution that you're wanting. And you're putting everybody, including our mission to save the planet in danger with your poor judgment. And Captain Arctis Arcus is going to roll a report check because I don't believe anyone else has that. So he got a five, which is superb. And he is going to invoke, we are trying to save the world and get an epic role. Captain Arctis Arctis begins his speech. Senior Officer Tachi, while I understand your concerns about my judgment and my piloting skills, which are very noteworthy, you have always been one of my best officers. You notice things better than most. Your science skills are unparalleled, but you forget through your logic and your reason to keep the mission safe. You forget about the purpose of our mission is exploration and discovery. We have a duty to go out on that planet and investigate. While you are concerned about safety, we are explorers! And you can feel the inspiration welling in your chest mm. as the the this veteran of the Hydro Wars, Captain Arctis Arctis, reaches into each of your hearts and through an act that is not without armor without um irony the polar bear warms them and you remember why you wanted to serve on his ship already or that doesn't have i don't think that's gonna affect me as much as it's gonna affect everybody else oh yeah let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah like 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 jack and toro might be affected by that more i'm not because of my aspect of dealing with authority i don't yeah. like authority i don't particularly it's probably going to have more of a reverse aspect but you also yeah. you you you're you you know you're in a losing battle when he just inspired everyone else in the everyone else in the shuttle. I walk over to the airlock and open the door and go inside. Yeah. I'm ready to go. <laughs> right, let's go. So you open the airlock, leaving a very dejected Tachi, who's really reminding me of like Bones from Star Trek right now. It's just like, <laughs> we can't go out on the planet, Captain. <laughs> That's pretty much what's happening right now. I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. You, know, you know, I hear you talking, but all I hear is I don't want to go out on the planet. Well, I do. <laughs> let's go. So yeah. you, I'm not going. So Tachi's not Tachi's not going. I'll See, I'll keep I'll I'll keep uh scanning things from here while you guys go. Alright. So you okay. you climb out onto this surface. And the captain, while very excited to be out in the snow, is very quickly disappointed to realize that the snow is not real. It is looks like it's some kind of foam. It's so it? Yeah. And the trees in this area that shouldn't be able to grow here um, are definitely not real looking um, from this close. Um, it, it's hard to tell what they're made of. You'd have to get a closer look. I'm just for, since we only have a half hour left, I'm going to say you get a better look. And right. they, are, they are clay around a wireframe. 
By the way, while they're out there, I've initiated, and if you want me to roll, of course I will, uh, initiated figuring out an autopilot sequence okay. for the shuttle because I don't think that Arctic is in his right mind. Okay. Um, that's going to take some time because the, sh- the, um, the shuttle, while equipped with autopilot, requires inf- interface with the AI on the main ship. And because of the electromagnetic field, mm-hmm. is unable to make contact. So the protocols are in place and you could probably activate them and like patch the computer in to activate the autopilot. Mm-hmm. Um, but because there is no, there's no astrogation chart in this because you're in another dimension. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very difficult. So um, let's roll later. Okay. Um, so I can uh, work on a signal booster as well to see if I can get communication through. Jack and Tora, um, you and Arctis, mm-hmm. you all see up in the sky, the red dot is flying around. Um, Do we get a better visual sh- as to what it is? On the surface, there are some humanoids in the distance approaching. Um, Tora, you're able to see that with your um, your your vision, your android, so your, your vision can kind of zoom in. Um, Jack, you pull these like... You know, it's basically a prop (laughs) over your eyes and you see this like HUD interface that is existent in every sci-fi goggles. Put the visor down. Yes. Um, there, there are humanoids approaching and they appear to be made out of clay. Into the short range. That that big thingy of of yours. Uh, yes, (laughs) ma'am. I level my BFG at them and let loose the dogs of war. Clay shoots. It's dubs. You're going to fire? Oh, yeah. Why would you fire? Why not? I mean, I'm on the ship, but why the fuck would you fire? Why would you fire? Because <laughs> the smart the smart one told me to. Boom. <laughs> it's a clay shoot. <laughs> All right, roll your roll yeah, your fuck it. <laughs> That's close enough. Kaboom. <laughs> Roll your shoot. Oh, okay. So I obviously missed. Oh, That's a zero. <laughs> so you fire out a warning shot, basically. No. <laughs> um, you a big asshole in the cardboard. Oh, but it's the BFG, right? Oh yeah, it's the BFG. So I am gonna invoke. Um, the weapon is way too big. Oh yeah. Um, so, um. Jack, I'm going to give you a fourth fate point. Okay. Because and you can um, you can use a fate point instead of gaining it if you don't want this to happen. But I want to compel that too big aspect and send you flying into the ship. I'm perfectly okay with that. Shuttle. I'm perfectly okay with that. So, um, Tachi, you hear a thud as Jack is sent flying through the air and crashes into the shuttle. Ow! Um, he's just a human man, so he's not going to damage the shuttle. No. Um, but uh, that, that thing packs a wallop. <laughs> and apparently it was made for a bear. I wasn't uh, <laughs> prepared for how big the kick was going to be. You all here in English. No, don't, don't shoot. We're here to talk, please. That was a warning. <clears throat> Ow. I swiped a little blood from the corner of my mouth. <laughs> and three humanoids appear male that look like they're made out of clay. Captain, stop rolling around in the snow. They are designed to appear human, but they're very simplistic. They have two legs and two arms like humanoids. Um, The clothes that they are wearing that appears to be painted on them are um, red and white striped socks, a green uh, jacket with big red buttons on the front. The fuck? And a green hat with red trim and a red little pom-pom at the end of a point, like a beanie. Are there elves? 
And they go, no, no, we need your help. You have a ship, please. Don't, we come in, please, please don't fire. What do you need? Help with what? We need you to help capture Rudolph. Oh, God. <laughs> Rudolph? The red flying thing. Okay. Rudolph the red nose yeah. reindeer. Is he the one that was uh, flying up around? And you remember what the signal reminded you of. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Welcome to the fair, the fairy dimension. God damn it, I hate the Feywilds. <laughs> Spacey Feywilds, yep. Please feel free to add content to the listeners and discuss uh, what just happened, either in character or out of character, while I go take a quick bio break. As soon as, as, soon as he says uh, uh, Rudolph, Jack literally hangs his head and goes, God damn it. <laughs> At least we can put on some. We can see the show and put on the the lights and and <laughs> enjoy the decorations and stuff. I mean, how are we supposed to capture him? I winged him with our ship's cannon as we were coming down. Electromagnetic pulse. We can always wait until he comes back when he right. delivered all the stuff. Is he made of clay like you guys? Oh wait, that's right. Our GM just stepped away. Uh... <laughs> he he can't be made of clay. He couldn't move like that. To be able to move through an electromagnetic field like that, he would have to be able um, to move at the speed of light and clay wouldn't, or up to the speed of light, really. And yeah, well, because of the way the electrons. If memory serves, they've done the calculations of how fast they would actually have to travel and able to hit every spot on the globe in a 24 hour period. So he would have to be moving quite quickly. Yeah, which means he couldn't be clay because couldn't be made of clay because then clay would uh, disintegrate at that speed. Fair enough. So, I mean, he would have to be mechanical in some way. So I I don't know. I mean, you kill it proper. You have the right catalyst and it's 10 times stronger than steel. All right. What did I miss? Uh, we're assuming that clay. Rudolph yeah. has to be made of electronics of some kind, and we want to try to MP- EMP him, I believe. No, he's. He, I, I get the whole joke. This is like the old 50s claymation movie. Of, and, uh, <laughs> and your character would recognize that. Exactly. It looks that's exactly why he went, like it. That's why he went, all right, fine. Uh, I winged him with the Gauss rifle as we came down. Uh, he flew off. How are we supposed to catch him? Normally... Um, oh, I know. Santa has a call, but Santa's missing. No, no, no. I know what we do. We set up reindeer games. Rudolph wants to play in the reindeer games. That's why he got so upset he couldn't play in the game. So if we set up reindeer games, he'll come to us. You're in charge. <laughs> oh, my God. Arctis Arctis <laughs> is like tromping around in the fake snow, by the way. He's left his little controller vocal thing on the ship, and he's just a big polar bear tromping around in the snow. Drinking so large glass bottles of Coca-Cola. Too, that works. Drinking large glass bottles of Coca-Cola. Considering how fake this world looks, it looks like you're watching a Coca-Cola commercial. <laughs> Awesome. All right. So and uh, all of you are still exactly how you are. You didn't become like claymation or anything like that. So, uh, uh, do you know what Santa's special call is, or do we? Uh, where do we find him? We don't know how the console works. We tried to activate it, and we think it's going, but Rudolph's not responding. Is that what that uh, beacon is over there? I mean, either either someone has to figure out how to work it, or someone has to find Santa. But Santa's been gone for hundreds of years. We haven't had any contact with Earth in for in forever. <laughs> 
Interesting. That's what happens when people stop believing. I'm I'm glad to see that Earth has finally developed space travel, but I don't know how you reached how you reached this dimension. To be frank, you we're must not be sure incredibly either. advanced. To be frank, we're not all that sure either. We have we have the um we have the sleigh. Santa left it behind, but we don't have any ability to control it. He disappeared, what, he go and on vacation Rudolph, and not come back? <laughs> without Rudolph, the other reindeer can't navigate the electromagnetic storm. Oh sweet Christ. Um uh, did Santa go on vacation and not come back? I mean <laughs> Mrs. Claus left him. Uh oh. Damn. We're in All right. She left with the abominable snowman. <laughs> Kinky. And he's been gone. He just left solemnly. Hmm. I'm going to have to remember this. All right. And you're uh, suddenly becoming aware of why no one has believed Santa's real for years. Oh, my God. He hasn't been real. He hasn't been visiting the planet for the longest time. <coughs> yeah. So anybody have any ideas? Tachi, of course, you're in charge. Well, uh, ma'am. I mean, I, if the I goal just... is to capture Rudolph, then you got to do what Rudolph wants to do. Wants I think the reindeer games is a fantastic game. idea. All right. So anybody, uh, all right. So we need reindeer games. We have. Who's gonna go get Ben Affleck out of prison? Um, Not that reindeer game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what we'll do is we'll have each of you pick a reindeer game. Each of those will be an aspect, and then we will do this like a skill challenge. Well, everyone will pick a skill to try to attract Rudolph. Um, so um, starting with Jack, what is the reindeer game that well, is the first game? I was a member of the Grizzly Commandos, so uh, my 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 reindeer game is going to be an obstacle course. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is reindeer game is a military term. I know, right? <laughs> so I think you should be very familiar. It's why you knew the song so well, even though it's been it's even though it's been like two hundred years since that song was yeah. written. Um, See, I'm gonna set up some sort of obstacle course for reindeer. And um, Torah, what is your reindeer game? Chess. I'm just that's that's fine. <laughs> yeah, chess. It's. Yep. So Tora is building snowman chess pieces. Yep. And it's surprising that this foam, this foam snow, it's like once you like have the idea to make a snowman from it, you like move the snow around and all of a sudden you have a perfect sphere. Or oh, it lumps. It's, Candy it's, that. It doesn't oh, wow. lump. It's like it responds to your intention. Uh -oh. You want to make a snowman and it just forms a perfect snowman as you're working. It, it, it feels like you're doing it. Everybody sees like you're like you're doing things and then the snowman is forming. Yeah. But it's but almost, it's not lumpy. It's like a perfect sphere. Yeah, it's exactly what you thought it was going to be. And it's like you you want to find um you want to find like a hat for the snowman and you just happen to find one. You want to find twigs for the arms. You just happen to find perfect ones. Um, Tora has a problem with this. <laughs> it seems like this world responds to intention. Uh-huh. Depending on what you're interacting with. And then you can convey that to the rest of your team. Um, and then Jack, the same thing. As mm. you're making the obstacle course, yep. you have the intention to make very military obstacles. And it's like you're finding things that are very like candy cane posts. Oh, yeah. Perfect stuff. It's a fairly, fairly detailed, uh, challenging obstacle course. Tachi. Oh, um, Christmas tree decorating contest. Oh, nice. Oh. Like you reach behind a tree. You you look behind a tree and there's a box labeled Christmas ornaments. <laughs> and don't forget popcorn strings. Oh, man. Yeah. All of a sudden you hear the sound of popping popcorn. You look behind you and there's a cart with a pop, big thing of popcorn popping. <laughs> 
Um, one of the things you notice as you're um, like you realize that this world reacts to intention. Um, the part of like you're looking around for a good place for obstacle, and you look to the hole that you shot in the ground with your gun. Mm. That hole is a big snow crater of actual snow. Interesting. Remember, your gun is reality warping. Yeah, I know. I love it. Yeah, interest. Very, very interesting. I make a snowball and I throw it at Tachi. So, um, Jack, I need a um. Well, make a shoot check first for the snowball. <coughs> uh, so that's gonna be a uh, fair. All right, you hit Tachi with a snowball. It's play. Oh no, 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 no! I get, <laughs> I get an athletics. You check get an athletics check. Dodge it or catch it. Or yeah. catch what it. you get. I got a great. Oh yeah, so you catch and it. And you caught it. God damn. I got it. And and now I'm going to throw it back. So that's the thing though, is this snowball unlike the rest of the snow is actual real cold wet snow. Ooh, and I got a good. You got a good. So um cool. splat. Yeah, I I I I think you get to make a physique roll. All no, right. that's an athletics check. No, he if for he me it's physique cuz I've got my bare arm for everything. Oh. That's only going to be a 4. So I tied. So yeah. it hits, it hits you hold me. up your arm and it yeah. hits your bare splat. arm. Splat. <laughs> <laughs> um, you all see the red dot just kind of close. Like it's it's still in the air. I mean, you just see a dot, but it's like watching what you guys are doing. So, um, so Jack and you just a dot. Oh, I started thinking that Christmas music should be playing, so it starts playing. Oh, Christmas is in the air. Well, yeah. uh, you um, a concertina. You find a concertina <laughs> because Tachi <laughs> knows how to play the concertina. <laughs> I love it. All right. I'll make a physique roll to start uh, going through my own obstacle course and to see if he'll get the were, idea. You were working on the Christmas tea, Christmas tree decoration contest. The music that you 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 suddenly remember that you know how to play O Tannenbaum. Yay! <laughs> I would have picked uh, Chris or uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, but I mean, yeah, that's fine. So, Jack, I need a skill or an action. Uh, oh, you, you know how to play that too. That one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make physique to start going through my own obstacle course so that Rudolph will get the idea and see uh, if he'll join me calling out a challenge you can't do this better than i can and that is going to be a four so that's going to be a great torah i need a skill check or an action okay skill check uh so i rolled mediocre uh, but it depends on what the skill will be yeah you're playing chess right yeah so is that will or, or no it's... i think that would be will okay so it's so, yeah uh, you're plus you're two it's fair around. then yeah it's yeah. fair then yeah. you're letting him win yeah. <laughs> so um, Rudolph flies down, and you all see a stop motion animation, claymation, <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, hi! Can I play your reindeer games? Yes. Yes, you may. Oh, We're not like those other reindeer. We're I'm going so, to let you play our reindeer games. I never get to play the reindeer games. I've just been so upset. I've been looking for Santa everywhere, and I. I found I found a I found a cave, but I couldn't get in. I couldn't get past the door, and nobody nobody has enough fingers around here to open it. You want to show us where it is? Maybe we can help you find Santa. All right. So you play some reindeer games because Rudolph has to reindeer games. Of course. And Rudolph loads himself up into your shuttle and he guides you using brilliant astro navigation skills because what, Rudolph won't you guide our what's our guard you ship tonight? <laughs> oh and God. you see a little house with a picket fence with a little lawn and in the lawn is a is a bare christmas tree that with no needles and it looks very sad oh b a r e got it though 
<laughs> the lawn is um it 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 just looks like a brown dirt lawn in the middle of a perfect square. But one thing about this house, it's real. It's not claymation. So this is the entrance to the cave? This is what Rudolph interpreted as being a cave because uh, he doesn't know what a real house looks like. That's funny. All right. All right, let's go knock on the door. I'll go knock on the door. You knock on the door and it opens. There is a so you you now you you your eyes kind of squint at first because going from this like very cartoony reality to a real house is jarring. Yeah. It's not only real, it's it's filthy. So there is a living room area with a recliner and a like an old style CRT TV. There are beer cans everywhere. So it's an abandoned bachelor bed. Um, there no, are, it's where Thor went. There are pizza boxes um, with like old pizzas still in them. Lovely. Um, and one thing of note is that there is a bunker hatch in the middle, in like next to the TV. Okay. I assume it's closed. Yes. Is it locked? Um, it is a valve hatch. I will start to undog the hatch. All right. So you, you realize think you should knock first. No. It is a it is a physique roll for sure. Oh yeah. Because you're using your bare arm. Um, but you like you go to open it thinking it's just gonna open like yeah. a navy hatch, and it's really tight. It's only a two. I d- oh, I need some more uh, help here. This is uh, not wanting to budge. Um, you wanna invoke something? Use a use one of your quick points. I mean, you do have four. Yeah, I am going to... You can uh, invoke an extra, too. You can actually invoke your bear arm and get an extra plus two. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. I will invoke my bear... I feel really flex the bear arm. And, and so with the extra plus two, makes it a good... Great. Um, a, a good... <coughs> let you do it. Sorry, great. Not good. Makes it a oh, great. Oh, yeah. A great is what you needed. <laughs> you would have pulled a muscle on a good. Yeah, um, I, had to fle- I had to flex the uh, flex the arm and pull with all my might, but I managed to get it. And it pops open. You all smell environmental air. And um, you see a hatch going down. And you hear, no, 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 hold on a second. No, go away. Santa? I don't want to see any. Found him. I'll go down the hatch. All right. So you go down the hatch, and in a, there's like a, a pod down there, and please forgive me, this is me asking players, because I <laughs> thought of this idea, and I, I have to do this. So, um, Jack, you go down the hatch, mm-hmm. and there is a human man in a Santa outfit, he's wearing the jacket, he has a wife beater on underneath, he's <laughs> covered in stains, um, but he is not bearded. Okay. Um, he is not fat. And it is Tim Allen. <laughs> I'm sorry if you don't get this joke, Adam. <laughs> I know who Tim Allen is, though, but yeah. <laughs> he made a movie in the early 2000s called Santa Claus, where he literally oh. becomes Santa Claus. And if you saw the sequel, The Mrs. Claus, you know oh, that if. Good God. You know that if Mrs. Claus is not in the picture, he can't be Santa anymore. Oh, yeah. oh man. Brian, you need to uh, rethink your taste in holiday movies. I I had to do this. I'm so sorry. And listeners, <laughs> I know how absolutely abysmally terrible this joke is. <laughs> but it's I had pretty... to do this. This is the Faye dimension. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Erica is just gone at this point. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, hello, it sir. Is, it is. It is Tim Allen. I just want to let you know. Uh, hello, sir. Uh, uh, <coughs> she left me. That happens. Uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah, literally. Get, uh, what are you gonna do? Try and get you yeah. to come back. Come on. You can't quit your job just because you get a divorce. I'm not Santa anymore. I don't have any of the magic powers. Well, then that we gotta, bitch we, left. Well, then we gotta get you. <laughs> we gotta get you back on the wagon and find you a new Mrs. Claus. Yeah. I can't go back to Earth. <gasps> My powers are gone. I'm stuck. Well, we have a ship. How are you going to breach the dimensional boundary? Don't ask questions you don't know the answer to. And you have met your new crew member. Yeah. Tim Allen. Oh. <laughs> and this is this is mostly because of my personal love of Galaxy Quest. Yes. Oh, and I just want to say, this is the end of our episode. The end of episode two of Bears in Space. Uh. <laughs> I promise you, and this is going to be a false promise, because I'm probably going to go crazier the next time we do this. Oh, Jesus. That... Bears in Space, we'll have a more grounded sci-fi episode in the next episode, but no, it's not. No, I mean, there, we went I'm on the gonna... ground on a planet. How much more grounded yeah, can we I'm get? Exactly, we were grounded this episode. <laughs> but this was my perfect idea of an away mission. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I'm we went, so we went to planet. We went to Planet Christmas and met Tim Allen. I yep. love it. And, well, this is basically because of my love of Galaxy Quest. Of I wanted Tim Allen to be a crew member on your ship. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's funny. And, um, you know, this is Tim Allen. This isn't the character from the Santa Claus. Santa, the, I get and, it. You know, figure that out as you will. And he will have all the abilities of every role he has ever played. So we don't want him to be an engineer then or the ship will explode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not allowed to fix anything. No, because he'll get, try and give it more power than it will explode. Yeah. So, um, Anna, um, I did leave enough time for this. Um, I would like you to be able to promote your, your own body of work and um, tell the listeners where they can find you. Okay. Well, they can find me at AnnaBMeyer.com, and that's where I kind of have a little bit of a about my mapping and, and all that. So, yeah. And um, I just want to say I have been Super Vegan Brian. This was Bears in Space Chapter 2. Episode 3 will be coming in a few months <laughs> when we schedule it again. Awesome. Where we'll be back on the Ursa, and we will be back to exploring and trying to find our way back to their own dimension and find a water source. Um, this has oh, been Super Vegan Brian. I was joined by David Theobald III. Bye, everybody. Kirstie Smurferk. Hi. Fantasy cartographer Anna Meyer. Bye. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay awesome. Stay awesome. Show. Will, 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 will,